0: Welcome to another episode, Middle Ground with J.L.E., LLC, where we treat you like family. That is the theme song, Detroit Love, from my first album, The J.L.E. Experience. We Got another great guest for you today. We have the PTS Compliance Consulting, LLC, and your certification consultant and owner, Pamela T. Smith. Welcome to the show. Thank you so
1: much, Jeffrey. I appreciate you having me.
0: Oh, yeah, we're going to make it do what it do, as was said. <laughs> okay, ask a few questions again about yourself. We were doing audio first, and God wanted to be seen. <laughs>
1: okay, okay, I'm going to go with that.
0: <laughs> so, first question, what led you to this path?
1: Okay, uh, I used to be the program managing director at Great Lakes Women's Business Council, which is an organization that certifies women businesses, uh, and it's under the classification of a minority, and they work with corporations that have diversity, equity, and inclusion. These corporations are looking for vendors that can provide them with products or services, but they have to be considered under the minority classification. So I have eight years of experience working with Great Lakes and WeBank, which is Women's Business Enterprise National Council. So I followed their compliance issues for all that time all my training came through them. So when I retired from Great Lakes, I understood what corporations were looking for when they looked for vendors that needed to be certified.
0: Awesome. Second question, what is PTS Compliance Consultant LLC, and what does services you offer?
1: Okay. I'm a consultancy service working with corporations. I'm helping them with their diversity spend. And then I'm helping my clients get into those corporations to get that money. There's a lot of money out there on that table, but they have to fit the category as a minority status. Because as we know, in the way the system used to work, non-minorities were making all the money. They were getting into the corporations and minorities were not. So they came up with a way to help minorities by coming up with something they call minority spend. And the corporations are reporting that spend to the federal government, because we know in the United States, everything that makes up something like that car you're driving, it's made up of all of these different companies, these vendors that supply products or services. Ford Motor is not producing that car without vendors. And those vendors are the people that I'm looking for that fit that minority status, which is women. Or it's going to be minorities based on a certain segment of the uh, by ethnic group, veterans. Uh, the LGBTQ uh, disability, you name it. There's all these segments out there that are considered minorities. And when they're looking at a minority, that minority owner has to be 51 percent owner. And that's what they're looking for. And my group actually goes in. What we handle here is that I consult with my client. I look over the documentation because they're handing off to me and I'm actually going on creating their application online uploading all the documentation and then if there's inquiries after that file is submitted i'm taking care of answering those things for those people and then even after they're certified i will help them out understanding how to use that certification and the value of having it
0: now when you give this information to these customers is it new information to them or have they heard of it before
1: most of the time, most of my patients, my client, not patients, most of my clients have never heard of a certification because, again, remember, you talk to the minorities. Minorities okay. just don't have access to a lot of information that the non-minorities have. And so okay. that's why when I'm out talking to people in groups, I try to educate them on the money that's out there because you've got this different certifications like you've got the private sector, you've got the public sector. When you're looking at the private sector, that's where the minority certification comes in the the private sector is dealing with like your retail outlets your automotive pharmaceutical mm-hmm. anything that's like that when you're looking at the public sector that's m a michigan department of transportation that's the city of detroit that's wayne county airport authorities that's their certification that is public okay. and even they have sometimes something that's considered a disadvantaged business enterprise certification meaning mm-hmm. that you've been uh, at a disadvantage trying to get contracts
0: now is the money the same for the private and public sector
1: it depends on the corporation it depends on the companies and when you are going through the per- third party certifications it's based on the fees that you paid to get that certification are generally a sliding scale they're looking at your revenues because they again want to make sure that you you could be classified to be able to be considered a minority and again, it has nothing to do with how much you make, because I actually certified a company for Kellogg that made over 500 million a year. So mm. it doesn't matter about that. They just wanna make sure you fit those classifications. Now in the public sector, when they're looking at you doing it as a disadvantaged business enterprise, there is a threshold because if you're, then they're looking at your assets as well as the, your personal assets and the company assets to make sure you're mm. considered a minority because if you're a billion dollar company you're not a minority as far as the public sector is concerned
0: yeah i mean you worth a billion <laughs> you're doing pretty good <laughs> you're doing
1: pretty good this is, they're trying to get the people that are at a disadvantage notice that it's a disadvantaged business enterprise a DBE.
0: okay and what has been the impact so far
1: well the impact is that it's given people of minorities it's giving them opportunity they never would have present be presented with because think about minority businesses generally do not have the funding for marketing whereas their counterparts do we just don't have the Mm -hmm. money to put our companies out there like the non-minorities do so it gives us an advantage because we have a pool of our own we're over here then this little pool saying, Okay, we've got all these minorities over here, we've got to give them an opportunity because we know this pool of non minorities has always had the opportunities. They've had the funding, they've had everything they've needed to be able to compete. It's given us a chance to compete where we would not have had it before.
0: Now, has anybody complained or any pushback?
1: No, not On really this? because what okay. I try to represent to my clients is when they want to understand the value proposition. Okay, I'm going to put it to you this way Jeffrey, you own a company. You mm-hmm. can do the same thing my company can do the quantitative, the quantitative quality, everything's identical. I have a certification. You don't. That company wants to count a spend to the federal government, they can't count your spend because you're not certified. Because when you're certified, there's a certificate that says you're certified in which category you're certified. That's that's the difference. So I try to get people to understand there's a value to it to try to have those certifications. So it's not just something. And I tell people when you have a certification, it's not a plaque you hang on a wall. You work that certification. You attend events. You put your face in front of everybody. I mean, I have showed up in places outside of Michigan because I want business. And, and, and okay. I remember being in an event in Cincinnati and General Motors was there. And I knew this diversity person that was over General Motors. And he said, what are you doing out here? I said, I'm following the business. And that's what you do. You go, you have to work okay. your certification. So it's not just something you pay for, you work it. Okay. Well,
0: what have been the challenges so far?
1: the challenges for me and doing what i do is getting my clients to get that documentation into me on time because the issue is like once i start a file through any of these organizations it's a timeline and if my clients don't give me that file and completed within 90 days it purges that means i've got to go in and create your file all over again and that's very very time consuming the documentation it's very, it's it's very time consuming because you you're giving them financials, you're giving them tax returns, history of the company, resumes, payroll information, employee information, your articles of organization or incorporation, uh, your bank statements. There's a lot involved. And so I'm just my challenges are getting the people to get the documents to me, because once they get them into me, I'm I'm quick on the spot with them. I don't just sit on it. I try to get them as processed as soon as possible because that's money that's on the table for them.
0: Now, I see you put on, what is your card? I've seen it somewhere. You put your certification consultant. How did you come up with that?
1: Well, because that's what I actually do. I'm consulting. And when I say uh, compliance consulting, I'm making sure that your documents in order like if you are on a corporation it's very important that in the state of michigan you have bylaws all states don't have to have bylaws but if you have bylaws even as a single owned corporation in michigan those bylaws have to say who is in control if there's a board of directors then if you're the minority you must be controlling that board of directors if you call yourself a ceo of the company that's fine. But if I'm reviewing your bylaws and it says there's a chairman of the board that runs the company, doesn't matter if you're a CEO because you don't control it. Your chairman of the board controls it. If yeah, you that's have a big an operating one. agreement for an LLC, if you're a, a member managed LLC, you had better be the managing member because all members cannot run your company. That's a control issue. So those are the things that I look at. I'm looking at the taxes. If you're telling me you own it 51%. Your taxes may say something different. It may say you own it 20 percent. So those hmm. are the things I'm checking, saying, OK, can you prove that you own it 100 percent? When did you take ownership? When did, you know you have to have proof of everything? And that's my job is to make sure if you're a minority vendor and you're getting certified through Michigan Minority Supply Development Council, Jeffrey, you and I look black, correct? Michigan Minority Supply <laughs> Development Council. You have to have proof of your ethnicity. So, your birth certificate nowadays, birth certificates don't say Negro, colored, black, African American. You've got to go to your lineage. So, your mother, your grandmother, something has to indicate your race.
0: So, that's the difference with
1: MMSC. If you're a veteran, you have to have proof. That proof is a DD 214, meaning that you served in some form of the uh, service, your service connected some sort of way, Army, Mm -hmm. Navy. A Marine, but that's what states it that you did, So you know, do, you know, serve your country. Uh, when there's a disabled person, there's something that shows from a doctor that you do have a disability. If you are saying that you're LGBTQ, there's documentation for them. You can't just say, okay, all of a sudden I decided I wanted to be LGBT, LGBTQ. You have to have something it's saying that i changed gender or uh, you can't just claim it so there is documentation that differentiates between each third party certification
0: they don't play and around that's they what i
1: do that's the thing I'm, I'm supposed to do make sure that you get all that document those documents to me and that i get them all uploaded for you
0: okay and what have you learned through this whole process and journey
1: Well, you know, what I've learned through this whole process is that there are so many dynamic minority-owned companies out there. I mean, just wonderful companies that the ideas, I mean, if I could have come up with some of the ideas of company owners I've met, oh my God, I would have been rich years ago. And if you've got a dream, sometimes dreams come true, just like they said. If it's a dream, put it down on paper because someday it may come to fruition. And we have to understand that. Because some of the things I've seen people come up with form the business that's got them making millions of dollars, it's amazing. And I meet some of the most dynamic people, whether they're uh, by race or a woman or disadvantaged. And I particularly loved when I worked with the veterans because to hear them talk about what they did for our country is amazing. And so that's the enjoyment I get. I love getting them certified, but I love meeting all these people out there that just are dynamic and how they run their companies and how they have these brilliant minds that know how to come up with something that people buy. Because like they said, if you build, they will come. That's not true. You have to make sure that when you're doing something in a business, people want what you do. Not everybody wants what you do. You may say I cook the best chicken in the world and decided to open a restaurant, but it may not be. It may be your family loves your chicken, but you got to mm-hmm. do the testing. You got to get out there and find your marketing and find out which people like what you have because you might find no, they don't like it like I thought they would. You know, so it's just putting in the work before you decide to open a business because it is not for people that are afraid because you have your ups and downs. Having a business That's and you're the owner is it, feast or famine. Sometimes you have a lot of business, sometimes you have a, a, a little business. Like when we went through the COVID. Everyone suffered. It didn't matter how large your business was or how small. It's yeah, what you no, did sad. during that time. And for me during COVID, I, had, I reinvented my website. I pay for services. That's the other thing. I don't try to do everything that's free. I have someone, if you wanna own a business, invest the money. Like I have all the equipment I need. I have printers, I have scanners, I have copiers. I have everything I need to run my business. That's an investment. I pay for my website, I pay for LinkedIn, because the algorithm the algorithm is totally different. When I paid for it, I got people connecting me I never knew existed, because it's different. And you have to decide when you're doing social media, what's best for you? If you have a product, then you need to be on Facebook or, print, or Pinterest, or uh, there's all these different things. Me, I just use LinkedIn or Facebook. I'm not a guru savvy, and I will not tell anybody I am. But there are services you can pay that will handle all those things for you. So just remember, as a business owner, you got to put money into the business to get money back out of the business. And you got to be ready for the lean times because they're going to come. It's not always flourishing. So you got to be ready for that. And I tell anybody if you got a startup business, know that you have at least five years that you have in money to cover your expenses of your home. Because if you own your own business, everything is paying for that. Your home, your car, your utilities, everything. So have money saved and don't jump out there saying, "Okay, I need a building right away. No, you don't. Let that business go for a while before you decide you need expansion into a facility. Because I can tell you, a lot of companies during COVID closed up shopping those facilities and went home and they're doing fine. So it's just a lot to consider use your resources out there i took a lot of classes at schoolcraft college because i have my degree i graduated with my bachelor in business from madonna but i take a lot of classes at school class like schoolcraft i took quickbooks online so i do quickbooks online i keep track of my own spending with my company so have a cpa i pay for a cpa to do my taxes i don't have time for that Uh, and like i said you spend money where money needs to be spent if you're not a web person, don't create your web page. Pay someone to do it and let them run it because it will crash. I can tell you, I've changed <laughs> web designers before because mine kept crashing. So I had to try to go to someone else and I pay them monthly. They make sure I never crash. So those are things to keep in mind, because, like I said, to be a business owner is not something for someone with faint and heart. You, you got to be knowing that what you want to do when you get into it.
0: No, you're right. So now, turn this into a business. You do need to spend money where it need to be spent, and
1: yes, you do. They can you be do. some
0: up and down where you might, I might not have no guests. And I I get up there and talk. <laughs> That's <laughs> My first what start.
1: you do. And, and I thought about you, and I said, because I'm thinking, Jeffrey, if something goes wrong, he's got to be able to still have a program. So you're not just going to have air. So I know in your mind, there's always something in the background that you can talk about.
0: That you can do for that time period because that's your business. Hmm. I can run my mouth. I've learned that. I do that well now. <laughs> <laughs> and that, man, I was, man, I would like a little mini how to start your business class you just gave right there. With that information.
1: Well, I'm hoping. Like I'm I'm well, I'm hoping I'm helping because I, I talk like I've spoken before. I'm on the Belleville Chamber of Commerce. I'm on Romulus Chamber of Commerce. And again, like I told you, I'm an MBE through MMSDC, Michigan Minority Supply Development Council. I'm a WBE through Women's Business Enterprise National Council. And Jeffrey, you learned this is alphabet soup. When you're in business, I no see. one uses full names. Everything is an acronym. It's all an acronym. Yeah, it's an acronym. So whenever I don't know anything, I don't mind asking someone, excuse me, can you tell me what that is? Because it's nothing wrong in asking a question. Because there's someone out there that doesn't know what it is either.
0: That is that's true. Mm-hmm. And you can't be afraid. I you know, I probably ask too many questions, but I wanna know what's going on, like Mark. Yeah.
1: No, ask it because believe me, there's like if I had an instructor tell me one time, there's never a dumb question.
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> we met at Tisha Hammond's lunch party, Girl. and we, we, I had a moment where I'm sitting there with her son, like, Hannah Hammond, is that your mom? Yeah, because I interviewed him, We the last name never clicked. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, wow, I never thought about that all this time.
1: And, and you're, you're talking about that. I didn't know Tisha was old enough to have adult kids. Like <laughs> you were surprised. I was surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah She, yeah, she looks young. Yes,
0: yeah, she yeah, does. She looks very young,
1: and so does her husband. So I never was talking about adult kids, or should I say, children? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hear you on that. Man, he'll laugh the hardest because when I interviewed him. He was clean cut and like, okay. He's like, what up, Jeff? I'm like, who this kid? You know my name? You're not looking rough, it's roughy like Wolverine. Like, oh, that's kid. What up, though? I ain't recognized him. i used to the suitor than Like, doing right here. Cool brother. Oh, man. Anything else that you're promoting that you want to share? What you're doing?
1: I just want everybody to listen to this podcast to understand there is business out there. So try to educate yourself on what's available. And if you know that you have a product or a service, even if you haven't gone into business with it yet, learn to use the resources to learn whether you can make a business because you've got places like, again, school, college, there's uh, uh, the one that's out in. I'm trying to think, out in Pontiac, I can't think of the name of it, is it Oakland County Planning and Development, lots of classes out there, and anything that you want, businesses, they have uh, charts out there plotting where territories are, where businesses, what type of businesses are in those areas. Believe me, there's so much out there to learn, but if you've got something in mind, start with that first start with going into those kind of particular places because I know at Oakland County Planning Development lots and lots of classes out there for their people in that area for Oakland County people wonderful and I'm not even from Oakland County but I took classes out there is it free you got to pay Uh, when I took it I think I had them free when I took it but you got to remember how long ago I did it so I'm not sure if their classes now but I'm quite sure if you go to their website they have information and you consider for oakland county planning and development that's tax dollars paying for that you know Uh because that's what it is your tax dollars are paying for that out there and it's in the same place where the sheriff's department is you know because i remember being in there in the court system everything is in there where they were doing the classes and things okay awesome
0: All right. The last question that I need out of everybody. What advice do you have for someone trying to find their purpose?
1: That's trying to do what now?
0: What advice do you have for someone trying to find their purpose?
1: Wow. I would have to say thinking about it, and I don't know how religious you are, but I do a lot of praying. Oh, whenever oh, I make any. Oh, decision. we talked about God on
0: this thing, didn't
1: this, Oh, this, yeah. This, this is yeah. I know. do a lot of praying. I talk with God a lot. I tell people, I know God says sometimes, Are you back again? <laughs> you <know>? so, <laughs> you know, I, I, before I make a move, I always pray. I just do. And, okay. and if you have an idea, don't let naysayers tell you that's not going to work. Don't do that. Follow what your dream is because you'll know if it's going to work or not because once you do the research you study you find out you get educated on what it is you need to know you know whether that dream will come to reality or not so because i I hear stories all the time where people their friends and they think they know better they're trying to help them will be naysayers don't let people be naysayers and squash your dreams because i always look at people like the googles and and stuff like that where people probably say oh you're crazy or Apple. Oh, you're crazy. You're gonna do this. You know, no. Those people were dreamers, and their dreams came true. So never, never think that what you think is is dumb. I mean, some of the products that I've seen people invent and actually started a business with are amazing things. Because there's always a niche. There's always something someone does not want to do. That's a business. So, just think about that. That is a business. When you know it's something, people just don't want to do it. And I'm not saying something that you got to get down with your hands and stuff like that. There's a lot of things that people just don't even think about. They know they want it done, but they don't want to do it. So, just think in terms of that, you know, that that's where ideas come from. You know, think about Walt Disney. When he invented that little mouse, he thought it would do what it did. Man. So that's what I'm saying. Think about people like that. They had no idea where it was going to go. So, you know, don't let anybody squash your dreams. You know, just if it's something you feel you really want to do, just work at it and pray upon it. Because I do believe in the power of prayer. Yeah. I, surround I, yourself with people that are really smart. That's true. Surround yourself with people with knowledge, have mentors, do whatever you need to do to get that business off the ground.
0: I mean i'm i'm thankful i have people that always told me that what you're doing is going to really take off keep doing it yeah you
1: I'm like, doing they it. must
0: know sometimes like hey man
1: uh-uh.
0: i see no Can't coins you know. falling yet <laughs> <laughs> They must know i'm thinking like that yeah.
1: no you keep <laughs> doing it and like you and i both said and we pray to the person that we know where all our help comes from
0: yeah because you got me being this open this, this ain't my line <laughs> well that advice is amazing and I'm pretty sure whoever listed this who has idea that they want to bring to life this will help them on that journey I definitely want to thank PTS Compliance Consulting LLC your certification consultant and owner Pamela T. Smith for bracing the show with all this knowledge that I never knew about I know it's going to help somebody or multiple people
1: well, thank you, Jeffrey. It's been my pleasure
0: to be on your program, and I'm hoping I'm helping people. Oh, yeah. Now, did I complete my mission of where I treat you my family? You felt comfortable? Yes. yes. There we go. It's complete. Okay. All right. hope All you right. enjoy the rest of your day.
1: All so right. Until next thank you, time. Thank you so much, Jeffrey, and have a wonderful holiday weekend. You too. All right. All right. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Oh, Everyone you,
0: Detroit raise me,
1: Detroit oh.